WBWZ, New Pulse, Poughkeepsie. Live from Mikey's Cave. I'm just a caveman. It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. Watch it, buddy. So, what did your brother do to you? Why did I take this gig again? How you doing? This is Roosevelt Colvin. With six, you get Egg Roll and the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Ha, 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 Yes. Chickalini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. Let's the Colvin Take this, brother. I've always dreamed about having a brother. brother My name is Michael. A-A-R-S cars for kids. You're going to want that cowbell. That's what she said. <laughs> Number six for Colvin. I look like the floor with your Woody. <laughs> See about that, kid. Brett Gretzky. Michael! I am your brother. The Colvin Brothers. Cash Brown. <laughs> on Z93 in black and white. Today's show is brought to you by Letter B.
Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's time for the Coven Brothers podcast. And as Michael Jackson would say, is it black or white? You know, that's like the one song we're not playing today. All, oh, man. All the music is going to have either black, white in the title or in the name of the band. Hey, Michael, you know, for a cool radio contest, how about we play black or white for an hour long here on Z93? And then sometimes we'll just play both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ACDC back in black to kick things off. You got to start with that one. I mean, come on. An iconic song, that symbol intro, and uh, still a classic. I mean, every song on that is brilliant. In the studio, we got uh, Yay Time. Team Yay Teen. <laughs> and of course, D.O.T. Taylor. He's here, he, I think, every week now, right? He's the third Colvin brother. All right. Anybody Might that, be hard with winter season coming up. But well, we'll yeah, we understand that. But anybody that went to visit Frank without. One of us, it counts as a Colvin. But George also would bring a little surprise for Oliver every time. What would you bring up to Oliver to make sure he was distracted? Usually large dog bones, sometimes dinosaur-sized. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Those things were legit. And we would get up to go fishing, you know, 5.30 in the morning. And George would sleep in the man cave, dad's man cave in the basement. Right. And because Oliver had those long nails, mm-hmm. all George would hear all night, all night long was the nails going click, through. Click, the- click, 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 click. And Oliver would eat anything. Yeah. Like, Dad, why, why aren't you watching any game? Oh, Oliver ate the remote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there be no basketball in this house. Watch something else. Anytime we would go up there in June, I don't, what was it, June? Oh, because fishing season probably? Or yes. was it Father's Day? Could be May and June. Yeah. And uh, George would always be like, uh, you know, uh, Frank, the NBA Finals is on. He's like, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever you ask my father what, what was going on, he would relate it to what happened in the end game. Oh, your, your grandfather died right after A-Rod hit that home run. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to watch English, English uh, Masterpiece Theater, right? Is that what we watch every time? Yes, some cooking shows. Yeah, but Dad would tell us like the synopsis of the whole show before we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so black and white show. Uh, what's going on in the Hudson Valley? It's officially October. Yes, which and means postseason baseball. The Yankees did not collapse, not all the way. So you know, and the Mets. Uh, well, I, I, it's better when the Yankees and Mets are doing well. In fact, last was it last week? Two weeks ago was the first time since 2009 that the Giants, Jets, Mets, and Yankees all won on the same day. Well, I'm surprised because the Jets have like two wins in the last five years. Yeah, they didn't get one last week either. That was probably with Testaverde when he was there. Uh, We went over to the Meadowbrook Farm. You can't have fall without going to the Meadowbrook Farm. This is a place that we used to go with Jude, one of the last few places that's still there. And every time that we get there, I I have my kids point out, I'm like, is the man hanging out in the window? Mm. There's a man, it's a fake mannequin, but it looks like he's trying to crawl through the window. And they got all the pumpkins (laughs) up. We fed... uh, we fed the goats corn. You know, twenty five cents. You got a big, huge thing of corn. It's well, corn. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Do they attack you like a Catsco game farm? They're actually very friendly. But you know what comes out? There's all. It's all the chickens, and there's one that looks just like Phyllis Diller. I posted it on Facebook. <laughs> it's got this crazy like white mohawk. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then another thing too was yesterday, which was uh, another tradition for the fall, was the Army tailgate. How'd that go? And is Louis Chu still there? Uh, we left him there, yes. Yeah, I figured as much. Oh, you know, I thought <laughs> I would stay even though it was evacuated. <laughs> that was an old story. So what else is going on? Anything else for the fall? Um, I'll get my daughter back in a month. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, you had a good uh, checkup over at the doctor's. Very good checkup. My chest x-ray is positive. Uh, my breathing is almost back to normal. My voice still has a way to go, but the problem is I've got to get some strength back. And because Bryce is about 35, 36 pounds, in order for her to stay with me unsupervised, I have to be able to lift that much. Yeah. So I'm about a month away from that. It's well, Teen Miss this week. What's this week? Teen Miss. That means it's her birthday. Oh, it's your birthday? On Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Christ. So on Teen Miss, we celebrate the birth of teen. So I'm guessing this is going to be a karaoke party at Mahoney's. It's be a karaoke party. We're trying to get Jim Lowne to come out. And uh, Rob Thomas is going to be yes. upset that he didn't sing enough. Because Thomas sings his songs. Yes. Well, and, usually uh, it's smooth, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So George is in the studio, and this is his, his bit. Yeah, this is George's moment. We decided a while ago, like, if he's going to be this much a part of a show, the honorary Colvin brother, he needs a segment. So fire away, George. I'm very happy to say we have a sponsor this week. Oh, good. Steven told me about this. I'm a very big Head & Shoulders shampoo user. Nice. But he told me he's got something new that I should hear about called Head Shampoo. Oh. So I'm excited to <laughs> listen to this for the first time. Head Shampoo on the Colvin Brothers Z93. Hi, Felicia. Gee, I love your dress, and your hair looks so shiny and manageable. Are you still shampooing with head and shoulders? <laughs> Gosh, Chick, I stopped using head and shoulders a long time ago. I mean, honestly, who grows hair on their shoulders anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. So, what are you using now? Well, it's like head and shoulders, only without all those additives. It's just called head. Let's tell them about it, girls. If you're tired of your old shampoo, <laughs> 
if you get some head. Wow, where can I get head? Lots of places, Chick. You can stop by my place later, and I'll be happy to give you some head. In 15 minutes, I'll have you shampooed, styled, and blown dry. Gee, you don't miss a lick, do you? Head sounds great, but is it expensive? Not at all, Chick. My brother says there are places downtown where you can get head for less than $10. Golly, at that price, everyone should be getting head. That's right, Chick. When you say head, you set a mouthful. Hi, I'm Dr. Raymond Filadio from Freedom All Industries, here to tell you why you should get head. First, it lubricates each limp hair follicle, leaving an erect, glistening shaft. Then the scalp's natural oils are sucked out of the root, leaving your hair soft, shiny, and exhausted. Nothing does the job like head. Great! Can I get head from my hairdresser, Bruce? Probably, but you might want to try your girlfriend first. <laughs> <laughs> Want hair with lots of volume? Nothing gets it up like head. Available at a price you won't find hard to swallow. And it's going down every day. <laughs> Honey, we're out of shampoo. Can you go out and get some head? What did you say? I said I want you to go out and get head. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. <laughs> I'm going downtown. <laughs> and head makes a great holiday gift. Last Christmas, my wife gave me some head. Then I gave her a pearl necklace. I've never seen her so choked up. My girlfriend used to give me head, then we got married. Now I'm lucky if I get Jurgen's lotion and a National Geographic. <laughs> Head shampoo. Come on, give it a shot. My hair looks great. <laughs> Use a nap. What's black and white and red all over? The ink is black, the page is white. Together we learn to read and write. The Colvin Brothers on Z93.
Brothers on Z93, a black and white show, Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit. And, uh, you know, again, this is like a wrestling reference, but it's also something you'll actually appreciate. So the acoustic version of this, Mm -hmm. which is very awesome, uh, very like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Very dry and dreary. And there's a character in the WWF, WWE called Bray Wyatt. And the, the rumor is that he's coming back. So every time there's a house show at WWE, they shut off all the lights. And this is the only song that you hear throughout, you know, throughout the crowd. And there's like QR codes um, in like the show that you have to click on. And it brings you to these games. It's all about the white rabbit. And really? it's really cool. And the Jefferson Airplane's getting I've a heard lot a little of about this. So I'm hoping it's Bray Wyatt. We don't know yet. We're just speculating. And uh, so it's like an Alice in Wonderland type of thing? Yeah, he, he's like a demented character. He he had one of his masks made by the famous Tom Savini, mm. who is the special effects guy behind uh, Friday the 13th. Right. And like, uh, what was it? Like uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes. So he's a legit dude. Zombie movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's something that we're all looking forward to. But I love this song. I know not everybody loves the song, especially who? John Tobin used to take the CD back when we played CDs on the air and break it every time. Which is crazy <laughs> because... <laughs> it's such a short, quick, happy song. Actually, it's not happy, but you know what I mean. It's just like a, I just love it. I don't know. It's kind of freaky. It's a classic. Yeah, it's it's up there with Lou Reed's "A Perfect Day" for me. Nice. You know, a little you know, a little crazy like monotone. Get ready a, for it's Halloween. A, it's a bolero. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z ninety three. All right, so the Colvin Five. Describe yourself in three bands, mm. which a lot of people from the Colvin Five list, which we're about to read. I guess kind of picked like the bands I liked the most, but I was trying to make people you know, describe yourself, and I kind of gave a little thought to it. I put the Fugees in there, um, I put U2 in there, and I put Pearl Jam in there for me. How does the Fugees fit in? The Fugees, I just was like a huge fan of it when it, when it came out, and it was just something that we would always play at the club. Matter of fact, we did a, like, a, a nice long train uh, of like guy, girl, guy, girl, guy, girl dancing at Down and Birdies. I don't know if you, I think you were probably DJing back in the day. Might have been. I, I still play Ready or Not all the time. We saw them at uh, Orange County Speedway. Yes. And it was just something that was very big for us and, and, and big for my crowd back in the, in the 90s. All right. For me, it's uh, pretty obvious. Beatles, Beach Boys, Birds, the three Bs of the 60s. There's more Bs. I could have gone with the Bee Gees in Buffalo Springfield. But uh, for all the obvious reasons, the Beatles have basically shaped my life since John's murder. That's really when that started. Uh, the Beach Boys, I can remember... My father coming back from the Beach Shopping Center flea market in like 1973 with some Beach Boys albums. And I listened to them constantly for the past 50 years. And the birds, because you don't get the Flying Burrito Brothers unless you have the birds. Oh, yeah. So in order to get to the Flying Burrito Brothers, you got to have some birds. Yeah, I got like 85 of those songs on my uh, iPod if you want to listen to it. You can listen to Hot Burrito number one. George, what do you got? I don't really have anybody that I would describe for me other than me and my friends. We'd probably be the Fat Boys, the rap group in the, in the 80s. Oh, yeah. I remember you brought that up uh, Just don't fall off the couch. <laughs> this is true. And team? Um, well, I had Pink and ABBA because I am a dancing queen. And Def Leppard, because that is my go-to 80s band. Oh, I thought because you lost an arm and you swim like a uh, fish with missing a dorsal fin. I'm not Nemo. Okay, fair enough. Well, it was cool. I did the Spack and Kill Homecoming dance, and they went absolutely nuts for ABBA. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. The Dancing Queen, but also um, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. That's another one, and uh, also ELO, uh, Mr. Blue Sky is the other one. That I didn't play that one. I played oh, a little City God. Lopper. They go bananas. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool. I mean, the person that booked it was like, I've never seen anybody dance to, uh, to ABBA like that. That was amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Coleman right. Brothers. So the list, Coleman Brothers on Z93. We had you guys go to our Facebook page. Kicking it off, number one, George. Tommy Gunn, Billy Joel, Avenged Sevenfold, Slipknot. That makes sense because he sings karaoke every Wednesday. And team, you back me up on this. He sings those three bands without fail. He does, every time. Drowning Pool would be the fourth. Uh, number two, uh, Linus, our sister Carolyn, she picked the Monkees. She picked ABBA. And she picked the Killers. Uh, the Monkees, probably because of Michael, uh, WWOR. We watched that all the time back in the day. I took her to her first concert in 1986. We saw the Monkees together. At Orange County Speedway. That's when uh, that was then, and this is now. That, that, was, came out. that was the hit, and Davey wasn't on it, so he would leave the stage when they performed it because he was a bit of a tool. <laughs> Number three, team. All right, Sandra Jean says Journey, the Bee Gees, and Third Day. Now, so this is interesting because I think that she probably got the concept better than the rest of us because uh, those bands are not anywhere near Third Day Blind. You mean? No, there's a band called Third Day. Ah. So she really went for some disparate stuff. So I like that a lot. Of course, the Bee Gees 
known most now for their disco phase, but um, as a 60s child, you know, I really prefer the stuff that they did before that when they were like a very Baroque psychedelic type band. Some amazing stuff in their catalog. I didn't see it, but you and Cousin Crunch watched what, what, what channel uh, had the Bee Gees documentary? Uh, it should be on uh, Netflix. I strongly recommend it. Yeah, he, uh, Crunch was talking about uh, you've that. You've got to watch it. It's amazing. All right, uh, I've got Aunt Kathy, our Aunt Kathy Colvin out there in Vegas. Kiss, the Rolling Stones, and the Eagles. Nice. So it's a nice classic rock there. And, you know, as far back as I can remember, um, the Oklahoma Vegas Colvins always were Kiss fans. Well, always. they they lived in Detroit for how long? Uh, about four or five years. Oh, okay. So yeah, Detroit Rock City would have been a hit when they were out there. Because I know cousin Marty's a big uh, Kiss fan. Even cousin Tommy still loves Kiss. I'm going to see all those guys in, in, a, in a month gonna, or two. Are you definitely going? I'm talking with Albert and uh, his wife and possibly cousin Sarah. So maybe maybe Crunch and Drazzle join you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they might be out of 30 day quarantine or something. Yeah. What's our big closer? Kid? Big closer, cousin Marty. We just talked about yeah, him. A lot of family participation. And this is perfect for him. Okay, if if you know cousin Marty, uh, Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, and the Sex Pistols. Uh, for for Marty, the Sex Pistols. I love them. Um, and there's an argument as to who got to punk first, the Clash or the Sex Pistols, because they were both playing live before they got signed. But they basically came from the same group. The Sex Pistols were a little bit more raw. Of course, they had Sid Vicious, who was you know couldn't play a note on bass, but you know he got the girls crazy. And the Clash were a lot more melodic. But classic band. And of course, Depeche Mode also a big fan. Uh, our brother-in-law. Chris Durasmo gets an honorable mention. Yeah, Chris Durasmo loves him. And I'm glad you brought up Sid Vicious because uh, George is over here. One of the few people to kick out of Hulk Hogan's leg drop at WrestleMania 8. This is true. We're the Colvin Brothers on C93. Hi, this is Lewis Chu. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers in black and white. I'm going gray.
Sullivan Brothers on Z93 Black and White Show. Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Blue on Black. Love that tune. Awesome song. It's the only thing I know about. I know about the guy, but you know, just it's a it's a really good groove. Who are you sending it out to? You got who's who's treating you well at the club these days? Um, you know what? Let's send it out to uh, to Anna, one of the bartenders over there. All we, right. we hung out at Zeus the other night just to shoot the breeze because I haven't had my daughter since mid July, so that's why I would take the restaurants. I'm like, I really want to go out to eat, so. You know, we went out and had a couple of. I only had one drink because I really can't drink nowadays. But uh, but it was nice. Zeus is on my list. I think the the one time that we tried to go, I think this is when DJ Dicky Do was in town. Um, there was like a wait, so we ended up going to River. Is he going to come in for uh, game night this year? He'll be here for Christmas. Yeah. So but this sh- year he's coming like the day before. Ooh. So well, uh, how to figure it out? I'm going to be doing Christmas with Bryce on Christmas Eve itself. Like she's going to sleep over the 23rd and the 24th, and that's going to be our Christmas morning. Because last year. And I told her mother, I said, you know, you can have her on Christmas. I get Christmas Eve. But last year, we did it a couple of days later, and it just didn't have the right impact. So we're going to do it uh, the morning of the 24th, and then you guys all come around 3. It should be good. Speaking of DJ Dickie Doo, just celebrated her birthday, turned 42 on last Sunday's show. Wow. So uh, happy the, birthday, DJ Dickie Doo. Doesn't seem real. Yeah. So we got a quiz? We do have a quiz. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, the theme today is black and white. So today's game, black or white, and there might be a both in there. But number one. Black or white? Heisenberg. Sis. George beat me. Okay, George. White. And uh, what, what's the full answer? Oh, don't have a full name. Sis, oh, <laughs> steal it. Oh, team. Walter. Walter White. Walter White. That's what we're looking for. Walter White. You got to give the full answer. Number ah. two. Number two. Team who went viral in 2016 with the song Friday. Team. Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black is correct. <laughs> I play that every now and again. Oh, it's Friday, Friday. Oh, so Just bad. don't don't listen to her follow-up. Oh, Number brutal. three, Larry David's housemate on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Says Leon Black. Leon Black. I'm lamping. I'm lamping, Larry. You're going to get that ass, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, the late Tawny Katane spread herself out on the hood of their car. Damn. White Snake. White Snake is correct. <laughs> Number five, a BBC program that featured six clones on a regular day. Go ahead, team. Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Well, I never watched that. The team was originally not supposed to be. This was supposed to be Mole. Oh. So he would have lost all these. I'm smart. Teen's crushing it with four. Yeah. Number six, Abraham Lincoln slept here. Says The White House. The White House is correct. And we for lost. eight years when Barack Obama was there, the Black House. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Procol Harum's Shade of Pale. Sis. It's a wider shade of pale. Wider shade of pale. Yeah. That's from uh, the movie when everyone died, right? Or they're so- uh, Yeah, it was uh, The Big Show. That is yeah. very much my skin tone. Yes, it is. All right, so 420. Number eight, lead singer of the Pixies. Oh, I don't know what his name is. Actually, it's 413. I don't know who the, I don't know what his name is. Nobody? I don't know. Frank Black or Black Francis. He goes by both. Oh, man. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number, Number nine. nine. Number nine. Beatle album featuring Revolution Nine. That was me. White album. White album is correct. All right, it's tied up four four. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the tiebreaker. Okay. Number ten. Big closer. Big closer. George Taylor. Both. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The black right. and white game. Oh man, that was good. Yes. All right, we're the Colvin Brothers on Z ninety three.
Coven Brothers on Z93, Black and White Show. Um, Alana Miles, Black Velvet for our mother Jude. Which That's a Jude special if I've ever heard one. She loved the song. Did she see see them at the Chance or Civic Center? Or? No, I took her to a couple of shows over the years, uh, but I don't think I don't think I ever got her to go see Alana Miles. And the, and the reason why, I mean, Mom, she liked a lot of older stuff, but when she liked the newer stuff, it definitely stuck with her. And Remember, she loved Bonnie Raitt. She used to play that CD every night. Yeah, and you bought her this CD, which yep. I don't know if she ever had another hit single besides uh, There was this a one. follow-up called Love Is. Love Is? Mm-hmm. So speaking of our mother, so every year for Halloween, um, we would go over there. I would dress up as Michael Myers. George would come as the faceless character yes. that nobody knew if he was real or not. Mm-hmm. Mom would make the, the famous Halloween soup. Um, and obviously, Mom did not like um, Halloween if you're a fan of the show. How many shows? Uh, we're out to 108. 108. So she buried her father on Halloween in 1984. Uh, you know, Grandpa Tom. Mm-hmm. So we would always go there and just try to, you know, take her mind off things and, and make her laugh. And, and she even came out to pose with a couple photos with us dressed in characters. Mm-hmm. So one Halloween, Jennifer, you know, had her entourage that came over to Gold Road. And this is after Sal. And the, the, the guy that she was dating was wearing, you know, a lot of white makeup. Yeah, it was, was like, dre- well, it's like a Harlequin thing. Is that what they call them? It was, yeah, maybe a jester or yeah, something jester like that. Yeah, half, half colors. Yeah, his name was Greg. It was black and white. It ties into the show. Yeah, and, yes. and, and, and mom, mom was like, oh, it's very nice to meet you. Mom being very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Innocent. Obtuse. Yeah. So, so anyways, you know, Jennifer has been dating uh, Greg for, for quite a while. And all of us, you know, knew right away. Um, you know, that this was the black guy that she was dating. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. our mother <laughs> took a bunch of photos and, you know, and, and to the day she died, she sent it out. I'm going to send my film. She called it film. I'm going to send out my film and, and get it back in a couple of weeks. And the pictures come in. She's like, Jennifer, black hands, black hands. She's pointing, she's pointing at Greg, <laughs> who Jennifer's now dating. She had no idea that Greg was black. <laughs> And she was like, black hands, black hands, your boyfriend's black. And it was just like a big ordeal. Wow. Uh, it was classic. It was a classic Jude story, which we could definitely get away with. And I was thinking of like stories of black and white. And that's the Jude that's, story. That's a black and white story. Hey, this will prove whether or not we have listeners. Oh, man. A classic <laughs> one right there. And he's, you know, he's a lot of fun. I miss him. He should have been invited to our niece's wedding. I don't know why that didn't happen. But um, anytime that he's in town, which isn't often, I always have a good time with him. All right, well, you know what? We like to talk about all kinds of things from past and present because we are the Coleman Brothers on Z93.
on Z93, the Black and White Show. Finally, Pearl Jam Black for this is. Yeah, well, you know, we only get like seven songs a show in anymore, so I felt bad that we couldn't fit it in a couple weeks ago for 1991. I was like, I'll find a way, and I did. Yeah, I mean, I know it's now turned into like a, a cult band, like where you, you listen to like like our friend Ian, like mm-hmm. he travels all over the place to watch Pearl Jam still. Right. My brother-in-law has gone to more Pearl Jam shows than any other band. Like, so, combined. you know, uh, Crunch told me in, in our show notes, Crunch famously writes show notes for every show. Yes, he does. And he Which likes little tidbits. So this is for him. Vetter said about the meaning of the song. It's about first relationships. The song is about letting go. It's very rare for a relationship to withstand the Earth's gravitational pull and where it's going to take people and how they're going to grow. I've heard it said that you can't really have a true love unless it was a love unrequited. 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 It's a harsh one because then your truest one is the one you can't have forever. So that's Eddie Vedder's words. All right, Eddie. Who died today? October 2nd is the date. And uh, play along if you would like. We're going back to the year 1803. Okay, I had to do this one because you know certain people will, oh, you didn't mention blah, 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 blah. One of the founding fathers of the United States who helped Congress towards issuing the Declaration of Independence in 1776 draft the Articles of Confederation and the Massachusetts Constitution. He dies at 81, and he makes a mean beer, too. Sam Adams. Sam Adams for the win. Nice. You just got yourself two tickets to Bugaboo Creek. Oh, (laughs) I love the moose. Number two, 1985, actor in Pillow Talk, A Farewell to Arms, Ice Station Zebra, dies of AIDS complications at age 59. His daughter is Kate Hudson. Rock Hudson. (laughs) Rock Hudson. Ice Station Zebra, that was a Frank movie. Ah. What are you doing, Dad? Watching Ice Station Zebra. <laughs> Shut up. I thought, when I heard the name Rock Hudson, I thought there would be something more that I would know, but. He was later also known on television for McMillan and Wife. Mom used to watch that. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what that one is. Yeah. Was that like a Falcon Crest type show? Kind of, yeah. It was a mid 70s. Even like, Rock Hudson lost his heart to Doris Day. Was that from Greece? It is. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the stuff you can get when you have teen in the studio. Well, Mole would not have done that. The thing about Rock Hudson. He was the first celebrity to publicly have to admit that he had AIDS. And it was a very big story at the time because up up until then, it was just something that, you know, that gays had or Haitians or, or you know, these fringe people. But Rock Hudson made it a real thing. And um, it, it led to Liz Taylor, a close friend of his, of his um, becoming very active in all the charity work that she did. And it really turned the tide in people's perception towards the disease. So it was, it was an important death. Rock Hudson. Number three, 1998, The Singing Cowboy. Gene Autry. Gene Autry, American cowboy, singer, songwriter, actor, musician. Back in the saddle again. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Matter of fact, Breck, play me a little Rudolph. Oh, I've got the 78 right here. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Too early. I know Q92, our sister station. Uh, 
is starting Christmas music in a couple of days. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. I just love it so much. <laughs> and Business Tycoon, of course, the owner of uh, the Angels, the, the California, California Angels, Angels, which they still should be. 1961 to 1997. He died of lymphoma at age 91. So he had a long run. He had a very good run. And if you go uh, to the stadium that the Angels play, and I don't know what they call it, but um, Big of, A. Instead of having a number retired, it has his name. Were the Coleman brothers on? C93. Coleman Brothers on Z93, Black and White, White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. You got to love this song. That's I mean, for I my daughter, it. Bryce. She loves that too. Oh, Bryce. Yeah. She eats rice. She does. She'll be back with us uh, November 1st. And uh, speaking of uh, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. So who kicked off for you last night? Uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> she happens to be in the studio right now, much to Denny's chagrin. I did. Now I, It was I, awesome. I made this foolproof. What I did was when I worked on the 24th, I took every song that I played and put it into a playlist. And I sent it to Tina. I said, play it exactly what I did. He can't complain because not only is it exactly what I did the week before, but I had people dancing, you know, before 11 o'clock. So how'd it go? He didn't kick me out. All right. Well, <laughs> I, we were at the Army game for 12 hours, mm-hmm. and there was one year, 
I think the last time Michael asked me to do it was the, the year of the infamous uh, snowstorm in October. The snowstorm in October. Yeah. yeah. Was that 2011? Could have been. I have to think on it, but yeah. It was a while ago. And I, I, was still, I was still living in Connecticut, so I crashed at Michael's house, but Michael lost power. And and he came in, and he's like, he's like, you're going to make it over to Mahoney's? I was like, I don't think I can. He's like, don't worry about it. But I ended up showing up showing up there like an hour later because there was no power at Michael's house. I'm like, I might as well go to the bar. Um, but George, I, I drove during the winter storm. What, what, what was I doing that uh, you were getting scared about? Uh, you were not driving well, and you were <laughs> honking your horn obnoxiously in a slow-moving procession that had the second to first car up at the front going nuts. It almost got out and beat up Izzy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Izzy was in front of us, and they thought it was Izzy that was beeping the horn. This is like, Sis, stop beeping the horn, man. This guy's already mad at me. Oh, Christ. Izzy got stuck on 84 for 12 hours. Oh, I think oh, that Greg, Greg O'Brien slept on 84. Oh, that's right, because you went to the Giants we game, the, the, Giant game the next day. We went to the Giants game the next day. It was before... It was it was before the new stadium opened, so we're in. The, we're pretty sure we're in the old stadium, and we were up on the upper deck, and the light fixtures that were hanging over us because it, it got warm. It was like fifty five degrees. Yeah. So the snow was melting and dripping all over us the whole game. It was miserable. It sounds like that irked you. It did irk me. And what else irks you? The mobile mobile Hesketti. Oh, you no, know, we go to gas. I just want to get my gas and get out of Dodge, and they put on these ridiculously insipid TV shows. <laughs> I'm, Mar- I'm Maria Menudos. <laughs> I was going to say Maria Menudos. <laughs> that's, how she's, yes. that's how she gets to work. <laughs> hey, yeah. Do you want clean hair? Wash it. You know, It's like they, they, they give you advice. Like You have to like be from another planet to not know what's coming. And then you have this other guy. I can't think of his name. Ah, I'm here with Cheddar News. And it's, just, <laughs> it's almost like a parody of itself. And you're, you're not gaining anything from it. Just, you know, you're going, get your gas. You don't, your attention span isn't so bad that you can't get through pumping gas for seven minutes. That's why I give thumbs up to stewards because they don't have that. They don't have uh, those expensive uh, gas stations where you have the TV on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just get your gas and they'll give you like a ticket for uh, milk and cookies for three ninety nine. Because you know you're getting, like the gas is expensive enough. You know that they charge extra for the privilege of getting to watch these these clowns tell you something you already know. The so ones that, that are useful are the ones that actually will flash up if they have like a coffee on sale or a sandwich. Yeah, you know what? Those, Pro- that's good. Promote what yes. you're doing is like, exactly. like, you know, there's a Dunkin' at my gas station, so let me know what wow. the specials are. I went to the Dunkin' on the the corner of Noxon and uh, whatever that road. Titusville. It was, and, and this old lady with, a, you know, she was wearing a mask, but she was also, you know, she also had like a, what, not a wheelchair, but what she, she was walking with a walker and okay. she's like 95. Mm. She's like, this is the one Dunkin' Donuts that's run by kids. They literally had no idea what they're doing. They couldn't. They couldn't load up my card. <laughs> and then when they gave me my coffee, I, I, I swear it didn't taste like pumpkin spice. No, yeah. they, 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 it's the service industry is really in a bad way. Um, and it, it, it really, it's across the board. I mean, I saw the same thing even at Vassar Hospital. Like, it's just hard to employ people that are under thirty. They don't get the idea of working hard. All right, we got one more song. Uh, we talked about Jude earlier. Uh, somebody else is no longer with us. Our brother Christopher, and, and I have this on on uh, tape because we used to tape our Christmas uh, mornings for many, many years. And I remember uh, Michael, I'm uh, not Michael. I remember Christopher was asking dad, he's like, dad, he's like, I, I know uh, you, you're probably not going to like this song, but I just want you to listen to it <laughs> and tell me what you think. And it was my chemical ra- romance. Welcome to the black parade. And dad says, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just as Christopher was trying to have a special bonding yeah. moment. And Frank was just Frank. Didn't work. Just didn't work. And, and, and Michael not didn't happen. Michael what? did a, a very nice video of when Christopher made his final, you know, tour down to Florida. Like bucket list trip. And yeah. he came back up, and he and Michael used the karaoke version of this as the backdrop. Yeah, yeah. But it's a song that we associate with our brother Christopher. Yeah, I still play it at Mahoney's and send it out to him. Yeah, so this is a special song. Um, we got baseball coming up. We need to get out of here and download Apple TV, Prime Video, Ask Jeeves, and Friendster just so we can watch a playoff game. Yeah, help us out, Breck. Don't even get, I'll tell you, that irks me. I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're the Coven Brothers on Z93. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten and the damned? He said, will you? Defeat them, you demons, and all the non-believers, the plans that they have made. Because one day, 
Podcast. Yeah, Mr. White. Yes, yeah, science. It's family.